baby when she was 16 and then a baby when she was 19 and she went in to have an abortion of that second baby, took RU46, the pill, got back in the car. She just found the Lord felt she was trembling and uh, Googled real fast how to stop the abortion, couldn't get the RU46 out, went to the Bay Area, got this injection, it was an experimental drug that she was able to uh, reverse the abortion. Matter of fact, she's only, she's only the second girl ever in the, in the U.S. There's been 400 of them now. There's been 400 women. She advocates. She speaks all over. She's going to be speaking here shortly. We're working on some dates. Um, but, um, but Kramer fell in love with this young lady. And so we got to adopt these two boys. And this happened Saturday on the steps of the California State Capitol. This is our new right there. Look at that. It's my son Kramer, his wife Rebecca, uh, Becky, and little Eli and Zachy. Zachy, the little guy. That's the little guy that w- was going to be aborted. And he, he travels all over the U.S. His name's Zachy. He's so cute. He bent down the other day. His pants came down. And I could see down. So I changed his name to Cracky from Zachy. Say, hey, Cracky, look at you, buddy. But I love those kids so much. So anyway, hey, today's a big day. Um, uh, it's a kingdom day. I just want to invite up uh, our director of development. He's a great, great dude, man. He's a wonderful leader in this university, uh, Trent Redmond. Trent, would you come and uh, lead us into this next phase? Thanks. Man, it's a privilege to be here. Uh, I graduated from this place 25 years ago. Uh, yeah, I know. So I past 23 years, been a pastor and the past year and a half, had the privilege of serving as the Director of Development here at North Central. I love going out, I love connecting with alumni, friends, people who love this place, people who love you, because they invest in scholarship dollars, they invest in facilities, they invest because they believe in the future. My story goes back a little bit farther than that. My grandfather attended here back in 1935, graduated in 38. And so they had just bought Miller Hall in 37, and he painted the inside of that place. He, he, um, I love his story because he came here to be a pastor, but while he was here, he realized that he was gifted with entrepreneurial leadership, business skills, and he ended up being a kingdom builder with his gifts and business. Blessed so many ministries, so many pastors because of his ability to raise money through his business. And uh, man, it's just... This place has an incredible legacy. I have five kids. A couple of them are sitting in the back row right now. And I'm looking forward to some of my kids coming to North Central in the upcoming year here. And, and it is just amazing the family that you belong to once you're a part of North Central. So as we talk about being a part of the North Central alumni family, we're bringing back a few of our alumni and, and people who care about this place to share a little bit of their story about why they give back. But I just want to update you because this is our, very, our second time ever doing a Give Day, uh, NCU Give Day. Last year was our first. We raised $14,500, which helped with our scholarship funds last year. This year, I was talking to our class president here, Hunter, and we were dreaming about what are some needs that are here that you guys face every day. And Hunter let me know one of the biggest felt needs in this place is Clay Commons. The furniture has been there for 18 years. And he was saying, dude, can we please get some new furniture in this place? Yes, yes. 
So we started to crunch some numbers. We realized it's going to cost at least $35,000 to do that because we need, we need commercial-grade furniture that's going to handle you guys, basically. So, so, we, so Hunter had this plan, multi-year plan. How can we raise money over the next number of years? And we said, well, what if we could do this all in just one day? What if we can do this in one day? So that's what we're doing. And to kind of intro our project here, great video from Kyle. Put your eyes on the screen. And Kyle with Give Day. Such good use in fact that most of the finish now is scrolling in 65. The chairs are bringing extinction. The tables, in fact, are on their last legs. It's a jungle. for Kyle and our video team. Great job, huh? So today, right now, we have eight students that are making phone calls over in Miller Hall to alumni. They're going to be calling close to two to 3,000 alumni today. They are on the phone constantly from 9 a.m. this morning until 9 p.m. tonight. So uh, you can be uh, rooting them on from afar, praying for them. It's a, it's a great opportunity to reconnect with our alumni. Also, uh, we have been blessed with some matching funds. We've had some people uh, who have been talking to who believe in this project. And so right now, uh, they want to leverage their gift as a matching fund with this event. So, so we have $20,000 lined up. So every dollar that's given is going to be doubled. So we love this idea, love the challenge that they have given to us to help us to incentivize our giving, letting as many people that we know about this thing, because it's, it's a great opportunity. So what I want to do, first off, I want to invite our team of speakers. They're all going to share for about four or five minutes about why they love North Central. Come on up here, and I'll introduce you. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll just 
mention all their names here, and then I'll just let them go ahead and, and share. Go ahead. Grab a seat. Go. Yeah. So you all know your dearly loved president, Hunter. Give him a hand. Elizabeth Farina, she is a pastor of Liberty Church, and she is also the newly appointed East Twin Cities Presbyter for the Assemblies of God. Give her a hand. No introduction needed for this guy. Your friend Jeff Dio, give it up for him. And your well-loved professor, give it up for Des. Start with you. Sounds good. Oh, cool. Well, um, we are all here to share of why we give back to North Central. So it's an interesting topic. Whenever in the church you talk about finances, it's that gut-crunching feeling like, oh, but just chill. It's not your money. Um, just being honest. Hey, uh, well, you guys know me, um, but uh, I'm up here to share why I give back to North Central. And that's a weird thing because I'm still a student and I'm still paying student loans and all this stuff. But um, just quickly, why I give back to North Central, actually why my wife and I give back to North Central. When we started dating a few years ago, we um, decided right away that one of the first things we're going to do is we're going to give. We're going to give back to North Central. And um, it hasn't always been easy, and we don't do that because it makes us look good or anything like that, but it's a foundation, or it's a, like a Christian foundation to leave something better than how you got it, right? And so um, when we came in, we decided to start giving back, and it isn't because, um, you know, we've never been frustrated with North Central. I mean, both of us have been in registrars where classes didn't transfer or had those classes, unfortunately, where we felt like we weren't learning anything and it kind of sucked. But we give back because of this right here. And um, you go to almost any other university, you're not going to have that opportunity to just worship God in a free space or even say that word, uh, say his name, God. Um, we give back because we're in classes with amazing professors. Um, Desiree Live and Good. I mean, Tennyson, Bill Tibbetts, who honestly pour into you and give you a, an amazing education to go out and be awesome in the marketplace or in a church. Um, they also help you struggle through your own, or, or walk through the questions in your own faith. And so we decided early on that we we're going to give back to North Central. And that's what we've done. And I just want to encourage you guys to give. Um, today on NCU Give Day, uh, there's a really big um, opportunity for us to raise our percentage of alumni who give back. And part of that is the senior class. They're also included in that percentage. So um, seniors, I think it would be super cool if 100% of our senior class gave at least $10 today. I mean, that's one, okay, probably two trips to Taco Bell right there. And you can give that today and raise and make this university so great because it's a huge ranking. Um, one other thing that I want to say, uh, Mr. El Presidente, would you like to stand up for one second? All right, everyone give him a round of applause. All right, President Hagan is about to post for NCU Give Day on Facebook and Instagram for every single post we convinced him into this. For every single post that he, or every single share on his post, he's donating $1 to Give Day. Yes, so uh, go on and share that, please. And um, yeah, I just encourage you guys, I mean, I'm not up here pleading for you guys to give, but please consider it um, because it's really gonna affect the university in positive ways. 
when I came to North Central in 1998, I knew nobody. I had nobody to room with. I had no friends here. And so I just got the luck of the draw. And I was placed with a roommate I'd never met in a tiny room in Miller Hall. It was a room that was for one person, but because they hadn't built Phillips Hall yet, there were two of us in there. It was teeny. So we like hoisted those bunk beds up on the dressers. Do they still let you do that? So a little more space in there. We made the best we could with it. And I was placed with a girl named Susie who loved the Lord. She had found Christ and the Lord had transformed her life. But Susie didn't come from a Christian family and she had walked through some very difficult days. And the year before she came to North Central, her mother passed away. And so Susie was really alone here at North Central also. And see, Susie didn't come from a Pentecostal background, so it was a little bit of a challenge for her, the spiritual dynamic. She was interested in it and curious about it, but she would be way in the back, and she would just kind of hold off to the side. Well, I was, holy ghost, just, I mean, gung-ho from day one, and I was at every prayer meeting, and one night, I came back to our dorm after a prayer meeting that I had been at with some of my friends and we'd been calling on the name of Jesus and I opened the door to my dorm room and I can see it in my mind. She was on the top bunk and because we had raised our bunk beds, there was like this much space. You couldn't even sit up in the bed. (laughs) She was up there and when I opened the door, she'd left a light on for me. In that moment, the Holy Spirit revealed to me what was happening with her. And the veil that separates the physical from the spiritual was lifted. And the Lord revealed to me the demonic oppression that she was struggling against and the spiritual strongholds of her family. He revealed to me what they were. And I stood at that door and I just prayed. I whisper interceded so I didn't wake her up. I just prayed over her, prayed that freedom would come, Pray that there would be light in her life. Pray that the curses of her family would be broken. And I just prayed until in my spirit, I saw the demons leave. I was like, oh great, demons are gone. I can go to bed. I'm going in now. So I went in and I didn't even tell her about it. But the next night was praise gathering. And Susie came that night to praise gathering. And right here, she was dramatically filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Let me tell you, there was such a change in her life. It changed her group of friends. It changed her major. It changed her confidence. It brought peace to her life. Her entire life was changed by the experience she had at this altar. And so was mine. Um, I have a friend here, Seth McMullen, is part of Liberty Church. We love Seth. Yeah, give it up for Seth. Seth was sharing with me that on Friday after Nate Roosh spoke, he and a few friends took advantage of the fasting and prayer hour on Friday afternoons and had a powerful prayer time right in this balcony together with a few friends. They stayed. They lingered for that hour. They prayed and they had breakthrough in the presence of God. That is why I give to North Central. That is why I give. You know, when we ask current students or alumni to give back to the university, one of the most common responses that we hear from people who've not yet developed their giving muscle is, do you know how much I pay for a credit hour? 
I still have school loans. You know what I've actually heard people say? I'm not giving them another dime because after what I owe in my student loans, if they can't make all their things happen on that, I've given them more money than I ever should have. Let me just help you understand something. We pay tuition for the classes, for the electricity. We pay so that we get a degree and we are marketable in the workplace. And you will get that. You will leave with that. You will get what you paid for. But here's the good news. You are getting so much more than you pay for when you come to North Central. What you are gaining by having godly mentors as your professors that are helping you couple not just the tools you need for the workplace, but also Christian character and an example of how to walk that out. What you are gaining by being in a metropolitan area like Minneapolis to be in a totally conservative, biblically-based worldview, yet a place that is passionate about diversity, you don't even know how that is going to impact your life. But I do. I know what you're taking away from here because I look at my friends. And just from my little peer group of friends, right now I have a friend who is a senior account manager with Ford, responsible for over $30 million of business. He has a youth ministry degree from North Central University. And I have a friend, my dearest friend in the world, is an account executive with Marriott Hotels, and she's going to sell $5 million of business this year. She has an English degree from North Central University. I have friends that are on the mission field. My husband and I are both alumni, and we've planted two churches. I have friends that are award-winning public school teachers. I have friends that have captured the sound of the worship heartbeat of our city here and that, that came from North Central. And when I look at the reach of what all of those people, the people that they are meeting, that they are impacting, the light they are taking to dark places, I will never be able to go to. Do you know what it makes me think of? Where are you going to go? And who are you going to reach? And if I can loose the grip that I have on my money and I can invest in a kingdom pursuit and say, I'm going to join with North Central and I'm going to make places and spaces and scholarships available to other students because I know the impact that I got way more than I paid for and I want to help make that a place where that continues to happen because I know, I look, you guys are a dynamic group of students and I know that you are going to reach not 10, and not hundreds, but thousands of people for Jesus. And I want you to have those experiences with the Holy Spirit. And I want you to have education that sets you up to be successful in the workplace. And I know when I give back to North Central, that's what happens. And you can do it too. Start today. Start with a little. Start with $2, $10, $100. And it will grow to 1000 10000 And maybe you'll be a million-dollar donor someday for the school. Let's make it happen. Come on, give it up. You can feel the anointing. <laughs> All right, so my name is Jeff Dio, and I'm one of the professors here at North Central University in the College of Fine Arts. All right, come on, come on. But I will tell you this, I did, not, I did not graduate from North Central University, but I've been here for eight years, and I fell in love with this place. I, I really did the first time I walked on this campus, which was about two years before I got here. But God's doing something here that... Is special. You hear a lot of people talk about it when you come up on stage. And if you haven't been to other schools, if you haven't been to other places and really checked it out, you may not even know the difference. You may have, have more of a you know, complaining attitude rather than a thankful attitude. But I tell you, when I walked in this place, and I've been to a lot of different Christian universities. Honestly, when I led worship at different places all over the country, 
honestly, it's sometimes like pulling teeth at other places. People just kind of sitting there with their hands crossed, like, what you got for me? And I'm like, whoa, this is a Christian university. Really? They're looking for somebody to impress them. You're like, God should be impressing you. But I stepped on this stage two years before I even came here. And people were lost in the presence of God, going after Jesus. Didn't care who was on the stage. They wanted the God who made the people who were on the stage. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Incredible. But we're here really today to paint a picture for you guys of what it looks like to be a giver. And I'm really convinced this is not so much about North Central as it is about you. It's about me. It's about us becoming people who are givers. You know, this isn't so much about us paying for a couch or a chair, although there are practical things that obviously you saw in the video that desperately need to be done, right? But this is about us. This is about you. It's about me becoming a giving person. And I can be honest with you, I waited too long to become a giving person. Yes, tithe. Always did that, grew up doing that. But beyond that, I grew up thinking that everybody owed me. Hey, I was young. I thought, hey, I need somebody to mentor me. I need somebody to give to me. I'm poor. I didn't realize that the heart was to start giving even when you had little. If you can start giving now, think what you'll be giving years from now, right? Best way for me to explain this is to tell you a little bit of a story about how giving happened to me. Uh, Back in 1993, way before you guys were born, or at least a couple years, uh, I moved to Nashville, Tennessee with my beautiful wife, Martha, uh, we've been married for about a year, and we moved there because I wanted to make it big in the music industry. And through a lot of brokenness, a lot of stuff, uh, five years, challenges, all this stuff, we found ourselves pretty poor, i got to be honest. Like, we would, after two weeks, my wife, my wife Martha, she, had, she was paying the bills. I was out trying to make it. I was trying to do ministry at youth groups and all these different things, writing songs, working hard. But we would, we would have about 20 bucks left uh, after, after the paying the bills for the two weeks, and we would literally go to the airport and watch planes take off for a date. Now, we weren't always watching the planes, but anyways, um, but <laughs> because there was a lot of traffic too. Anyways, uh, but, but anyways, one day, all right, I was a part of this Assemblies of God church, which I didn't grow up in the Assemblies of God either, but I was a part of this Assemblies of God church cornerstone. Some of you just got that. All right. Uh, Anyways, and I remember one day we came home, Martha and I came home, and we were really struggling financially. I got to be honest. This is before Sonic Flood days. This is before, you know, any type of successful music career at all. Zero. Like, we're eating pot pies for dinner. 69 cents. They're probably $1.20 now. I don't know. But anyways, they were really good. But we came home from church one day, opened the door, walked in, and there was a table there in our living room, and it was full of food. Like, just piles of food sitting on our table. I looked at her. I'm like, you didn't put that there, right? (laughs) She's like, no, you didn't put that there, right? I'm like, no. Like, and our door was locked. We got, what is going on? There's a piles of food. I'm talking like there's, there's beans and there's canned corn and there's like spam. I mean, we can take that back, but I mean, there's like bread and there's chips and there's all this food, tons and tons of food. And then I saw like hamburger buns and hot dog buns. And I thought, wait a minute. And I ran to the kitchen. I opened the refrigerator. Because if there's hot dog buns, come on, somebody. The whole refrigerator was packed with food. It was incredible to see this blessing. And to this day, nobody has owned up to it. I know who it is. But they they didn't say. But, man, that changed my heart that day. It moved me so deeply when somebody gave to me. I became a person who said, I want to do that for somebody one day. And I did. And it's a blast because it's a blast to give. 
Now, I was going to read a scripture, and I think I will real quick. About, about the next generation, all right? Because this is, this is what I didn't realize. Again, I want to encourage you guys. As you look for people to pour into you, please look for people that you can pour into. This isn't so much about you and your experience here, although we've been talking about that, and that is very, very important. We're investing in you right now. But who are you investing in? Are you investing in somebody for tomorrow so that they can set their hope anew on God? It says this in, in Psalm 78. We will not hide these truths from our children. We will tell the next generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord, about his power and his mighty wonders. For he issued his laws to Jacob. He gave his instructions to Israel. He commanded our ancestors to teach them to their children. So the next generation might know them. Even the children not yet born. Come on, there's some people coming up. They're not even, they're only in the mind of God right now. They're going to be at North Central in coming years. We'll probably need new furniture by then too, but that's all right. Uh, Even the children not yet born, and they in turn will teach their children. Now listen to this, verse 7 says this. So each generation should set its hope anew on God. So each generation should set its hope anew on God. So the question is, man, I'm hoping, we're hoping that we're investing in you so that you can set your hope anew on God. So it's not mom and dad's religion anymore. It's not your professor's religion anymore. It's not President Hagen's religion. Anymore. It's your God. He's your God, right? You're not depending on the leaders who have gone before you, but you're coming to grips with this is your God. And then you're going to be able to give into the next generation so that they can also set up. So if you thought to yourself, well, this is for somebody else. I don't need to give. I'm waiting for somebody to give to me. This is about you becoming a giving person. It's about me becoming a giving person. And that's why I give to North Central. Hi. <laughs> MLA format, thank you. Um, why I give to North Central is for students. <laughs> but... I came here as a student. Um, I'm a graduate, an alumna, and this place completely revolutionized my life. Um, I came here as a nursing major, which is funny now, because I teach English, but it was this place of Holy Spirit-empowered education where God opened me up to the the plan that he had for my life through the faculty here Um, and through the relationships that I had. It's this place that Holy Spirit-empowered faculty said to me, you have a gift for this. You have a gift for writing. You have a gift for teaching. You should should lean into that. You should explore that. Um, And it totally changed the course of my life in the most incredible and miraculous way. And... I think about all the experiences at the altar, all the experiences of friends praying for me, of friends speaking into my life that I know I wouldn't have had had I gone somewhere else. Um, This is a beautiful place of Holy Spirit-empowered educational community. And that is the number one reason that I get up every morning and I teach here. I give back by teaching here. Um, people ask me, how do you have four toddlers? How do you still work full-time? I work full-time because this, I work at North Central because I believe in the power of this place to radically change lives and to empower students. And one of the greatest joys as an alumna has been watching my fellow alumni. Elizabeth talked about that. It is incredible to watch your friends with degrees who they thought they had a totally different plan for their life. 
right? The evangelism major who all of a sudden is an entrepreneur and doing amazing things as an entrepreneur for the kingdom. And um, the urban ministries major who's a lawyer now, right? The... Um, the number of people that I know who have gone to the farthest reaches of the world, some of the most dangerous countries in the world, and God goes before them, and they are able to do incredible work. I mean, who just up and packs a bag and goes to Somalia because they feel the call of God in their lives? North Central graduates do. That is why I love this place. And I often will have this conversation where people will ask me, well, what's different about a North Central student? Um, I had this, this conversation with our president recently, and I said, I teach English here, and I cannot fully put into words what is different and special about a North Central student. All I know is that it's the truth. There is something unique that happens here. Um, Holy Spirit-empowered education is an education on fire, and you all go up in flames, and then you leave here and you take that around the world with you. And... Um, so it is my greatest joy to give to that because um, I want to invest in the kingdom in as many ways as I can. And so giving is just one of the many ways that I am honored to be able to invest in you all because you all are the best students in the world. And I can't tell you exactly why that is except that it's your passion. You love the Lord so deeply and you use that to reach other people, to care and love about this world. And that is incredible. So that is my joy and my honor and why I encourage you to give back to each other and to the future generations of North Central. Thank you so much. Just all of you shared so powerfully. President Hagan, we get to have you wrap up today about why to give back North Central. Would you give it up for him once again as he takes the stage? Very good. No, very, very, very inspiring. So I had a, a lady come up to me in the 1980s. She was a single mom at our church where I was a youth pastor, and she um, was in need of a car. She had a couple little kids, and she had a Honda Accord, or maybe it was like a Honda Civic, and a little car, and her kids were growing, and her car wasn't growing, if you know what I mean. The car staying the same size, so she... Um, needed a, a van, a minivan. And so she came up to the altar and she prayed, and I got to get a minivan. Is there one I could buy? Something she had no money uh, to buy an extra car or get a car or to trade a car. So she prayed and somebody heard her pray, overheard her prayers and gave her a slightly used minivan. Um, it was a miracle um, to get a car like that. And single mom got this minivan, the whole bit. It was phenomenal. So the following week, she comes up. I'm the youth pastor, and she says, um, can you pray for me? Because I, I want to be able to, I got to sell my Honda. Um, I got to sell it now. How do I sell this, the one I don't, don't use? And, and I never said this before. I, I know it was inspired of the Lord. I looked at her, and I said, why don't you give it to somebody? And she goes, Huh? I go, why don't you give it to somebody? And you could see this conflict because of how she viewed herself. No, I'm a recipient. I'm a consumer. I'm not a producer. Only rich people give cars away. I said, 
she couldn't see herself as a person who could give something that, even though it was hers to give, she owned it. The Lord blessed you. And it wasn't, it wasn't as though she was rebellious to the idea. It never crossed her mind because of how she saw herself. I'm the poor person. I'm the hurting person. I'm always in need of stuff. I need generous people who have their act together to always help me. No. I said, do you know that there's probably a college kid with no money that that Honda Civic would be the greatest moment of their whole life? Do you, do you understand what it's like to be a part of somebody's miracle where you get to be a giver? And it literally rocked her brains. So what happened was, she came back there, she goes, I prayed about it, and okay, I'm gonna give this car away. She was like, giddy. It was, it was, it was a bigger deal than getting the gift, getting the car, was giving a car. And so she got word out. Sure enough, there was a young lady there uh, taking public transit, college kid, needed a car, transportation, this thing ran well, it was perfect. And we got to be there at this meeting. She came into the college service and this lady came up who her whole life has been asking for things. Stand up in front of a room for the first time in her life and she became the miracle in somebody's life. Now, I know it's a, it's a dramatic story about a car. This is about 10 bucks on NCU Give Day, but the principle's still the same. No, I, I, I am the one uh, that's paying. I can't be the one that's giving. I am, I'm here sacrificing, so I can't, I can't, I'm not that person in the equation. You'll be shocked. Story changed my life um, in the scripture very fast, because I've got two minutes. One of the bleakest times in the Bible is when the Aramean army attacked Samaria. Uh, the city went upside down, 2 Kings chapter 6. There's literally cannibalism. Uh, the armies have attacked Israel. The Arameans are winning the battle. And then it says there were four lepers, uh, men at the entrance of the gate. And they said to each other, why do we sit here until we die? If we say we enter the city, then the famine is in the city and we will die there. If we sit here, we die also. Therefore, let's give it a shot. Let's go over, I added that piece, let's go over to the camp of the Arameans. If they spare us, we live, and if not, they kill us, we'll die. So there's four options here. Three of them are death, one is deliverance. We sit and do nothing, we're dead. We go back there, we're dead. We go to the camp of the Arameans, they may spare us or kill us, but if we sit here, we know that we will die. If we do nothing, we die. If we do nothing, we die. Take it to the bank for the rest of your leadership life. It's true. If you do nothing, you die. Now, you can take a risk and die, but you can also take a risk and live. It says here, so they rose that night. They went in the city, and the Lord had blown a trumpet, and the Arameans had fled, and they left everything behind. All the spoils of Israel were, were abandoned. Now, it's, it's, it's the equivalent of going into the Mall of America it's wide open, lights are on, there's not a human being in the building, it's you and your three friends. 
and you have the entire Mall of America, everything is there for the taking. Nobody's guarding anything. You're running through the Mall of America, man. You're eating a hot dog on a stick. You're grabbing stuff from REI. Whatever you're grabbing from wherever you're grabbing. H&M, just grabbing stuff. Going for a ride on the Lego thing. It just, it's all yours. The whole mall is yours. They're running in, taking stuff out. These four lepers going, it's about time we got paid. The four lepers are going, hey, this is our time to... Uh, to take advantage of the getting while the getting is good. And they're running in and out of the mall. It says they're grabbing gold and clothes, in and out. They returned, entered again, carried off more. They're just going in and out of the camp. Nobody's there guarding any of this. And then one of the lepers spoils the whole party. And he says, um, what we're doing is not right. This day is a day of good news, but we are keeping it to ourselves. Um, so they ran and they told the rest of the nation about where they were at, what they had. Now listen, the stuff we're buying here, and it's not just furniture, it's a whole new look. Trust me, it needs a whole new look. Trust me, it needs a whole new look. I love the, Bob Clay gave me my first $5,000 to start my first church in 1989. It's crazy that he is Bob Clay, the same man, helped me in California. That has been a phenomenal space, but it needs to become an elite space um, that when we bring prospective students and when our students come to this university, it is a space as cool as any place you would find at the University of Minnesota or any university. We need to start building our spaces just like that. And so, um, we want your help. And you may say, I need the car. God has given you the car, but now you get to give a car away. And you have to see yourself as a generous person. Not as a recipient. Not as a poor kid in college. You have to see yourself as a generous person. And trust me, you will flip the script. And we could see ourselves as lepers, that it's our day to get paid. Or we can say, you know what? We just can't keep all this good news to ourselves. We gotta, we gotta bring more people in. That's that generous life, living with abundance instead of scarcity. Let's all stand together. And we're gonna pray that we kill it today over $35,000. I mean, let's just kill it. Um, and we went from 15 last year. We're gonna get over 35. So I just posted at noon here, the video gets released. That cool video right there gets released at noon in about nine minutes. And I'll post it, go on Facebook, go on my Instagram, just whatever, like it, share it, get the word out there. And Karen and I are gonna donate a buck for all of that that happens. So help us make that happen, spread the word around the country. So Father, we thank you for this wonderful day, Jesus. A day of victory, God, not just a day of fundraising, Lord, but Lord, you've awakened me, God. And Lord, I pray that this room would be filled from faculty to the president to everybody that's here, Jesus. Would see ourselves, God, as people of generosity, Lord. Lord, we don't give, we're not generous because you're generous, Lord. We're generous because you're limitless. And Father, I pray that you would help us, God, to be like that leper that says, this isn't just about my day to get paid. 
This is about letting everybody and about the students for the next 10 years that come on this campus, God, as we all work to make this degree more valuable in the years ahead, to make what hangs on our wall from North Central, Lord, something very, very special. Lord, we thank you today. We give you praise today. Trent, would you come? Just two super practical things. If you want to give today, there are people at the doors who would love to receive an offering that way for Give Day. Otherwise, you can go to giveday.northcentral.edu. If you're an iPhone user, you can use Apple Pay and give right there. God bless you guys. Have a great day.